Hey, it's Shanna, and this is the At Home Tarot Podcast, where we're building a home within ourselves, one daily spiritual practice at a time. Good morning, and welcome into today's episode of At Home Tarot. I'm Jenna Dale. I'm your host, and if you're here with me this morning, just welcome into my home and welcome into my space as we come to this spiritual practice of tarot. Um, for people who identify as people pleasers, overgivers, self-sacrificers, really just big-hearted people um, who may have some codependent traits. And so um, as with every day on the podcast, we are looking at the energy of self-abandon today and the energy of coming back to ourselves, turning around, finding our center so that our relationships can actually thrive. Um, so how are you doing this morning? Take a second to check in, um, check on your intention for being here. Why are you here today? And what are you hoping to get from this? Is there a situation, a relationship um, that you just need some sort of energy check in around? Maybe you need to hear something. And so you can take a breath for a moment, check in with source, check in with your spirit and just request from the universe around us to hear what you need to hear today. Awesome. Okay. So um, today I am doing my very for first video recording of the podcast. I don't know how that's going to come out, but I'm really excited um, using a program called Riverside at the moment just to see if it's for me. Um, I'm always one to experiment and try a few different ways of doing things um, before I really finalize. So if you're here for the journey with me here on the podcast, then you're always going to see me try things here and there. Um, so this is one thing I'm trying today. It's very strange. I will say that to be able to see myself on the screen as I do this tarot reading. So I really hope that recording myself is not going to be a distraction. Um, so just something I'm thinking about, um, in terms of, you know, being on display in that way, there's something so, um, easy about, talking into a microphone, not worrying about how you look or what's going on. So that's a little bit of where I am at today. Let's get into the cards. Let's get into the cards. So for our self-abandonment card today, we have the 12 card of the major arcana. It is the hanged man. Um, always a picture that denotes somebody hanging by not quite a cross. It looks more like a T with leaves and a tree on it, but they're hanging upside down by one foot and behind their head looks like a sun. There's like this enlightenment quality. And our self-returning energy today is the Four of Pentacles. And the Four of Pentacles is a card of somebody who has kind of left a village. They're outside of a larger community. They look fairly well off because they have this huge robe and this crown. And they're sitting in a chair with their pentacles, which look like coins, right? Right 
below their feet, between the uh, their feet and the ground. They're also holding one to their chest, kind of covering their heart, and they're balancing one on their head. And so this is the nature, and maybe already just from that description, you might have images, you might have things that stood out to you in that. I think what's interesting about both of these cards together is that both of them hold a little bit of uh, a quality of clinging, right? Of clinging, of not surrendering over, of not sacrificing. And um, now the hanged man, of course, is sacrifice, um, is a surrender, is an offering up, is an acceptance, um, but it's in self-abandon. And so one of the ways to look at it in self-abandon is the resistance or it, the very least the intention behind our own surrender, the intention behind um, our own self-sacrifice. But with the four of pentacles, there's a real holding on to things energy. Um, and actually the four of pentacles is not always necessarily um, us when we are in, um, I don't want to say a good mood. That seems really strange to say. Maybe when we're resourced, you know, when we're at peace, um, it it's more of a feeling of insecurity. There's more of a holding on to our resources of clinging. And of course, when we apply that to relationships, the four of pentacles, which is in our self-returning, how we come back and center ourselves, there's really a connotation of holding energy. Um, holding the resources we have, but there's also a little bit of the energy of clinging and clinging to what we have had, right? And so I always think these readings that don't exactly fit into the exact placement of self-abandoned, self-returning, where we can't always see a very distinct, this is not great for us and this is really good for us to be doing, that it's more complex than that. I had that human urge to switch these cards and make the four a self-abandonment and make the hanged man uh, self-returning. Um, and, and I don't do that. I just got, I get these urges, right? We're human. We don't always want to realize that the very thing that will have us recenter and return to us is the very thing that just feels selfish. It's the very thing that feels um, like the thing we shouldn't do, um, that, like the thing that's out of integrity, or that it's the energy of you know, something we just, we don't want to be that way anymore. Um, and it's a really hard lesson to realize that growth comes in all shapes and forms and that our growth doesn't fit into those pretty little boxes of, oh, this is great behavior and this isn't. And I don't like that. I, 
I'm a codependent. I can get into perfectionism. I'm an Enneagram one, which is the person who's really worried the most about doing things right, that there might be a right way and not even just a right way, but the most effective way to get the results we want. That's me. And so it often plays out like right and wrong, even though it's mostly effective, non-effective for me. I don't necessarily see anything as the wrong way to do it. I just see it as an ineffective way to do it. Um, and so um, it, it really chafes at me when cards are like this because it expands me. And I think that that is a little bit of what our cards are about today. And as I contemplated them together, one of the things that came up is as codependents in relationships, and I was writing about this in an email yesterday, that codependents either react as an overreact or underreact as in they don't do anything. And this really reminded me of this today, you know, with the hanged man and the four of pentacles. Because the hanged man intrinsically is about acceptance, accepting where we're at. It's about surrendering some part of us, whether it's the ego or something actually real in our life, like surrendering um, to the truth, surrendering to how other people perceive us, even surrendering over and sacrificing ourselves um, and our relationship, but in a way that brings a lot of clarity and brings a lot of connection to source and almost like energetic seeing like all of a sudden we become really enlightened about what's really going on there. We're able to better see the truth and not our truth, but just the general observational what's truly going on here. We can start to see the depths of that and the reality of that. Maybe truth isn't the best word. Maybe it's reality. And so with the hanged man, um, the energy here in self-abandon is that whatever we're doing, whatever we're surrendering or offering up or sacrificing or anything like that, that there's an energy there of maybe we shouldn't. Maybe this is something we shouldn't surrender to. And I talk about the hanged man in self-abandon as us becoming the martyr and giving up on things that we should never have had to give up on. And intrinsically deep down at its depth, giving us, giving up on us, giving up on ourselves and not really believing in ourselves. You know, when it's in self-abandon, when it's in self-returning, it's this beautiful surrender, um, almost spiritually so, of not needing what you think you need and always being okay, even if the things in your life go by the wayside, including your identity. But today it's saying, why are you giving up these pieces of yourself for this relationship? Why are you doing that? Why are you accepting what's unacceptable? Why are you tolerating what is intolerable? Why are you martyring yourself 
Why are you allowing either the other person or what I'm intuitively hearing is why are you allowing yourself to make you the villain, to make you the bad guy? And I'm not really a fan of putting relationships into those roles of villain and bad guy, but I think we all know that felt experience where you feel like you're the person that's making everything fail, that somehow you aren't living up, that somehow you are, quote, ruining things. Now, that's probably not true. I say probably because we have to accept reality with the hanged man and see it. We do have impact. Our actions do have consequences. And so this isn't about the fact that Maybe we have acted in certain ways and we've done certain things that have brought about um, really hard um, relationship sacrifices. Maybe we lost a relationship, you know, because we had to face the reality of our own decisions um, and the impact that they had on a partner. And um, we had to sacrifice that relationship in order to move forward. But I think even more is that we carry the weight of it, right? And it may not be a big thing. It may be a big thing. It may be a small thing. It, But there's this idea deep down within us that maybe we really, maybe we're the run in the wrong. Maybe we're the one quote effing this up. Maybe we're screwing it up. Maybe, maybe it's us, you know, and, and for some reason we are sacrificing something. We're martyring ourselves because we are still feeling ashamed um, almost like we think we deserve the punishment. We deserve the title of villain. I don't know why that is. And we have to learn to bring ourselves into a space where we can see our humanity. We do things because we're human. And it doesn't mean we shouldn't clear our past and clean our past and make amends and take ownership of the choices and decisions and actions we've made that have hurt others. In fact, I think that is a necessary component to the kind of deep tending and healing that a lot of people want to have, but they don't want to clear up the true things that they have caused in life. They don't want to clear the air. They don't want to clean up their side of things. And I think that keeps us out of the deepest healing we can have. Um, and I've experienced what it's like to go back. And I, I am still working to go back and clear some of these things in my past so I'm no longer carrying them. And so I'm no longer in the hanged man in self-abandonment today, which says I'm the bad guy, which means I can only ever move forward in relationships, acting out that identity. And even if I'm not doing anything, quote, wrong, there's still that energy there 
that even with the small things, I'm now thinking I'm still a villain, right? Because we're carrying that shame and and that identity, it's like we can't put into perspective the little human things that we're doing. And so we're constantly saying, I'm the bad guy here. You know, I'm screwing up. We have this really distorted view of ourselves. You know, the hanged man has that halo of light around them, around their head of finally being able to see reality. When it's in self-abandoned, we're not seeing reality for what it is. We're seeing the distorted sense of reality. My cat is playing with her toy here this morning. Uh, let's let that sink in for a second. You know, um, is what you did in the past is how you see yourself, um, making you sacrifice, you know, your, your sense of goodness in the relationship. It's so cute when my cat plays. Okay. Going to take a sip of coffee here. I wonder if you can hear her. She's got the Zooms this morning. So sweet. So this is how we might be in self-abandon today or just energetically, right? This is the hanged man. It's me, Jarkana. So it's probably a theme for you, for us, right? I know I have guilt that is uncalled for. You know, I guilt myself for things I shouldn't guilt myself for, but then I avoid cleaning up the real things I actually did that had a a negative impact on people. Um, That's how we can abandon ourselves because our focus is not where it needs to be, right? And we're carrying that around. So how does the four of pentacles really play into this as how to come back to ourselves? And I told you this is a weird card because it really is about clinging and holding on to the past. And it can really be about um, that sort of holding. But there's also some beautifulness in this card because if you look at this card and you notice how balanced all of these pentacles are and how there's pentacles under the feet to ground us. There's a pentacle next to the heart to ground us. There's a pentacle on the head to ground us. And so there's actually a little bit of stability here, right? All of a sudden we can ground ourselves. We have some boundaries. We're able to stay stable. So at the same time that we're really holding on to our past here, right? We're clinging to our past in the four. And that really came up in the hang, the influence on the hanged man today is, you know, looking at the things we have done and how we're using that now to stay in a really martyr, um, martyrdom in in a really self-sacrificing kind of place, in a place where we're, we take on the role of bad guy in the relationship, you know, because we are holding onto the past. We have been really maybe jealous. Um, Jealous is a word that comes up with the four pentacles. Maybe we've been jealous of something going on. That one's not as clear in my intuition. I want to drop it in in case someone 
it's very clear for someone what that jealousy is. Um, but there's a way to return because I think what it really means is we're addressing how we're holding onto the past, how we're jealous, how we're feeling insecure, right? This card is, I, I had to leave the community, right? They're outside of the community. It's like I had to leave this sense of belonging at some point in my life. I had to exit a relationship. I I had to set boundaries with my family um, or with somebody I loved. And, and I had to actually leave that space. And yet it's still there. It's still in my background. I'm still holding on. I'm still so close to it. It's like having our past right there with us, right? And the self-returning in in that is being able to stabilize ourselves and ground ourselves and resource ourselves and not be afraid that our past is still very, very close to us, very close to us. And that as we are able to ground this energy, as we are able to resource our mental health, our heart, our nervous system, our body, to be with what was in the past, to be able to be there and look at it without martyring, without sacrificing ourselves because we feel so guilty. There's selfishness found in the four of pentacles where we cling, right? We, we left and we took everything with us. And I mean, maybe that's just a message for some people in a relationship is to leave and, and take all your things. Um, but on the deeper, more psychological side, which, you know, I love talking about, um, there's a sense here that hmm, my mind went blank. (laughs) Oh, I don't like when that happens. I always feel like I'm on a roll. But apparently I needed to pause because there was something there. Um, let me recenter on the card here. Our past is so close to us, but it but we are not in it. And that's the self-returning today. And when we're able to resource, ground, stabilize ourselves, I think what we're going to find is we have an opportunity to really, for the first time, maybe able to turn around and look at our past and look at what happened to our belonging and look at what we did and maybe clean up our area of that, right? The past is there so that we can grapple with it, right? If it's present, if we're remembering it, because there's lots of things I don't remember, about my past. And when I start to remember them, it feels like a moment where I've done enough resourcing of self, enough self-work, enough stabilizing, enough grounding, enough safety work for myself that now I'm, I'm finally able to see it again because I'm now ready to clean it up and clear it out. And I think that's something people miss when they talk about looking at the past and choosing a new way 
is that sometimes there's something that's still very present for us there. And it's really great when we can move forward looking at that past and make new decisions. We feel safe enough, stable enough, secure enough, resourced enough to move forward and live differently um, and not go put ourselves and put others through that same thing. And that's a great way to, quote, clear things up in our past is to um, live differently, to not treat people the same way you did, um, to choose to interact in relationships in a different way, um, can really clear up the way you once did it. And then there are also times where we have to go back and reach out to someone in our past and say, I don't think I ever really apologized to you for this. And I want to, and I want to make it right. We don't do that. We're really afraid of, of that. And yet the amount of self-responsibility, self-sufficiency to be able to do that is beautiful. And you, it, it reaps what it sows. You know, to do that makes you feel so responsible and so able to handle your life and clean and clear up your life when you need to. Um, it makes your self-esteem go up and it makes the weight of shame and guilt dissipate. And in that, sometimes the pattern with it. So I don't know what's right for you today. Only you can know that. But I do know that you are not purposely the bad guy. And if you identify, if you identify as a codependent or someone who has more codependent traits or forgets themselves in relationships or forgets their power, or their voice, or um, you know their sense of safety, whatever that might be, their sense of groundedness, that you may even unconsciously be taking on the role of bad guy and be really sacrificing and letting people hang you out to dry. Um, but I think really at the end of the day, it's us, right? We let ourselves hang out to dry, even if it's, whether it's from an intrinsic place of guilt and shame or somebody else we're in a relationship with is putting that on us and we're just kind of agreeing and taking it on. Um, that's not okay. We're taking on far too much guilt and responsibility and, and for, you know, things going awry. We do need to take on our part. We don't need to take all of it on. What we do need to do today is take responsibility for our own stableness, our own groundedness and our own side of the street. You can only ever clean up what's in front of your own home right? You can only clean up your own yard. The person you're in relationship with doesn't live in that home with you. They're not inside with you in that internal space. They're your neighbor, you know, they can't clean your yard for you. Just like you can't clean theirs. You know, it doesn't work that way. It really doesn't. And we often get caught up. Um, you know, it's like, we feel guilty about, the leaves piling up in our yard. 
And then we look over and our neighbor who we're in a relationship with, their leaves are full. And we intrinsically feel shame because we're in the same place. We, you know, we let ours go just like they did. But instead of cleaning up ours, we jump over the fence and start trying to clean up theirs. And we're trying to do that with them and we're butting heads with them over it because they want to clean it up this way and you want to clean it up that way. And all of this going on and your yard is sitting there alone and empty and you're becoming the bad guy, even though you're just trying to help. And your yard's actually getting worse and the guilt that you feel about all of that piling up Well, that's growing too every time another thing lands in your yard that you don't clean up. And so I think with the four, we're going to come back to our yard today. We're going to sit there and ground our feet in it and we're going to stay in it. We're going to feel more stable. We're going to start talking to ourselves better. We're going to talk ourselves through it. Maybe we're going to even call in help, you know, pay for help get some support there. And we're going to start cleaning. You know, the four of pentacles, when you really look at it, we have left everybody else's community behind for our own. And we have gone back to our own yard and we are going back to our own yard today. This is about really accepting what's in your past and what's in your yard and what you've been carrying around and what you have not cleaned up realizing that sometimes cleaning is just moving forward with different behavior. And sometimes cleaning is going back to that spot and going back to that person and going back to that space and cleaning it up yourself. Even if the other person doesn't react the way you love, you still cleaned it up. You still went back and dealt with it, you know, and I think that's what we're doing. All right, folks, that's what I've got for you today. I hope that really helps you move through your day today. Um, If you enjoyed this podcast, please let me know on at home tarot on Instagram or leave me a voice memo on anchor.fm backslash at home tarot. I'd love to hear from you and I would love to hear how these um, readings are sitting with you. All right. Have a wonderful morning and I will see you um, tomorrow. I care about you. Bye now. Thank you for joining me at home for our daily practice today. If you'd like deeper insight into your current energy, head over to jennadale.com slash insight messages to order a personalized reading from me and be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening. So you can join me again tomorrow. See you then.